Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome, everyone, to yet another episode of the Bobo and Flex Show. My name is Bobo, and I am your resident optimistic nihilist. Reminding you every day of your mortality and the urgency to get your titty sucked before the apocalypse <laughs> swallows us whole. And I'm with the beautiful Flex. Uh, I'm only here to encourage you to critically think and to facilitate your own nut and to stop being a dumb bitch full time. Love it. In summary, we're here to facilitate our own nuts. We're here to get our titty sucked and we're here to seek out pleasure and growth with our chests. Let's talk about sex. Today, I want to talk about how to have better sex. This is a question that we get asked quite often in the DMs, um, on the Facebook page, but mostly in the DMs because it's a sensitive topic. So we want to talk about how to have good sex, how to have a better relationship with your body, how to gain more confidence in the bedroom, how to facilitate your own nut, and we're also going to talk about porn. And then I'm going to stand on my soapbox and let you all know that porn is ruining your life. (laughs) But before we get into that, (laughs) (laughs) before we get into that, Flex, are you still celibate? Let us know where you are um, sexually. You really would drag me like that. (laughs) You really would take classified information and be like, so let's talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) What is classified on this podcast? (laughs) I just got my nut. For the Love first it. time in how many months? Too many. But oh my god! How do you feel? Is your skin clear? Like I feel brand new. I feel a phantom dick inside of me. Yes. Um, I'm just glowing at all times. I'm soft. You know what I mean. I'm empathetic. Wow. All of a sudden. <laughs> oh my god, guys! Flex was cuddling. Oof. I need you guys to understand. Looking into like, eyes. Me. Looking into eyes. <laughs> Husbanding. I, I love hate it. it. I almost hate it. But you know, whatever. It's my new yeah. brand now. I'm going to be like inherently good. I'm like, everyone is just really, really special. And like, we all are capable <laughs> of doing whatever we want. And like, I'm just so proud of each and every one of you. So just like being alive and like, you know, capitalism and climate change will kill us. But we have each other in the meantime. <laughs> <laughs> is this your new brand? I, I really stand. <laughs> Eve would be so proud of you. <laughs> Me, I'm like, I just want to, um, this one's for you, Eve. I did say some things um, a few weeks back that I... Um, I know, I that'll be to- you. When you get into heaven, <laughs> you have to explain to Jesus why you were talking shit about ah! She's like, do you want to talk? And I'm like, Eve, sweetie, <laughs> I know, I know. But let's just, let's just take some time. Bobo yeah. did teach me some breathing exercises, so... <laughs> you know, I cannot wait I'm but dead. Yeah, how When's is, the last time you had a root? Um, last night, actually. Amen. Um, yeah. Wow, we're really out here getting our nuts. It was great. I'm actually injured right now. Ooh. And that is... The dick Yeah, that's you. the marker. 
Well, that's the market for good sex. Like, I like it rough. I like, you know, I like to wake. And I feel like for me, I don't really register pain during sex. Ha! I don't know if that's normal or not. <laughs> so I literally will wake up the next morning like, oh my God, why are my legs on fire? Yesterday, I was doing face down, ass up. Beautiful. Uh, which is my brand. That's my trademark. <laughs> <laughs> I want to actually start a school to teach women how to throw it back. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. That is my field of expertise in life. <laughs> yeah, so I was doing face down, ass up. My face was literally like buried into the bed. So much so that my cheekbones are actually in pain. I didn't even think this could Shut happen. Shut up. But you know, I he would call the police. Blew my back so out. Soon. I would call <laughs> the police. <laughs> <laughs> I would honestly call the police, then call my mom. <laughs> I've been attacked. <laughs> I am screaming. I don't understand the concept of like sex that isn't lethal. Like, if I don't almost die, <laughs> did we fuck? Like, or were we playing games? Um. So yeah, you know, that's how my sex life is going. Let's get into some of these points. Sorry, I'm eating an orange. <laughs> As usual, all I do is eat. Snacks. Snacks on snacks. Let's get all into I it because I... This is a good one. So why don't yeah. I start? <clears throat> so you know how we have love languages, right? We've got acts of service, quality time, physical touch, receiving mm. gifts, and words of affirmation. Well, it was yeah. recently um, told to me, maybe a couple months ago, that there are also apology languages, which we'll get into mm. for a different episode, maybe the next one. Yeah. And then sex languages. I said, that makes a lot of sense. Because I was sex looking... Sex languages, mm-hmm. please explain. I was looking for a litmus test to measure somebody's sexual prowess, but the BDSM test doesn't really work unless you're kinky. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's either, like, you're vanilla or, you know, you're a brat or sub or whatever. So I was like, what yeah. is the alternative? Anyway, came across sex languages, which essentially says that everybody has a way in which they would prefer to be sexually uh, literate. And it's really important Mm. that you understand your own and your partner's because either uh, you have conflicting languages and it seems like your sex is shit or dangerous or just dry, or you have the same language and it means that you fall into this cycle of repetition as opposed to trying new shit. So the five sex languages Mm. are, and I quote... Yes. <clears throat> the first sex language is... Okay, got it. So the first sex language is fun. The fun sex language Ooh. person's pleasure is accentuated when you mix fun with sex. This person is going to enjoy spontaneity, various locations, and creativity during all phases of sex. The next sex language is desire. This means the person's Ooh. sexuality is heightened if they feel pursued and wanted. They love you planning their That's sexual me. time and encounter. Their pleasure is you really wanting them sexually. Number three is pleasure. If your partner's sex language is pleasure, they will want you to learn they will want to learn how to please you. They want to experiment as to what gives the most pleasure during a sex act. Their exploring and being explored takes sex to another level for this person. The next is patience. Slow it down, take your time, and a lot of time as some of the mantras of this patient sex language. This person enjoys massages and gentleness before, during, and after sex. And the fifth mm. is acceptance and celebration. This means the person wants to know you accept and celebrate all they are and all of their body. During every phase of sex, they want to appreciate all they are to you, not just their body or sexually. Being valued makes sex more satisfying for this person. 
Okay, I was just writing that down. <laughs> She's like, notes sent <laughs> to the mandem. <laughs> no, literally, because we're going to discuss this. This is so interesting, and I wish I had come across this earlier because it would have helped me so much. Mm-hmm. First, what for you are your sex... Hold on. Mm. I'm struggling to understand the difference between pleasure and desire. What did you say pleasure was? So pleasure <clears throat> is when your sex your libido is heightened if you feel pursued and wanted so if somebody's like anticipating having sex with you talking about how they want to have sex with you really like wanting you during the sex act like just all about you and pleasure is like just learning how to please you during sex oh okay you know like one's all all encompassing and one and the other is just for the act oh i see Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay what are yours what are your sex languages mine used to be fun yeah, um, but now that you're brand new. Yeah, now that I'm soft bitch. <laughs> no, okay, fun only works for a certain type of person. Like, you know, you meet these dudes who are just like, sex is like one big activity for them. They're like into it, trying new things. I feel like the guy who ate my ass, that was a fun guy. He's like in your asshole, he's in your armpits, he's licking your toes. He's like, oh, this is fun. Oh my, this sounds like a nightmare <laughs> for me. I'm honestly about to jump out the window, but go on. <laughs> Take me with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think mine would be desire. Yeah. And I like same. patience. I really like to tease. That's just the brat in me. Like, I will sit mm. there and be like, let's just like, <laughs> are you horny? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want something to drink? <laughs> I'm going to check my emails one second. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm the same. Dick. <laughs> literally. Literally. <laughs> Yeah, and I like to, like, drag it out through text, Ugh. and then, like, once you're there in person, mm. and then and then it's just like, wait, can you give me a massage first? Yeah, I'm just I'm really into tight. ass massages. Oh, nice. Yeah, like, I think that's my number one. I might, the only thing I love more than titty sucking is ass massages. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, you know? we might have to do a poll. <laughs> yeah, so I was actually... Okay, yeah, I think my sex languages are patience, mm. um, acceptance, and celebration. Ooh. Yeah, and then I think I think both pleasure and desire. Babe, but there actually, are five. You desire. can't pick four. I know. Right? <laughs> she really tried it. So I like all of them. <laughs> no, I think desire over pleasure actually, because yeah, I I, th- I think I'm gonna go with desire. I mean, I was having this morning, this morning I was having a conversation with Bay about sex and he was asking me to what extent does size matter for women and for you? And I was telling him that I don't know about other women, but for me, the pleasure that comes with sex is very mental and psychological. So it's like feeling celebrated and feeling desired and feeling pursued and like feeling like a porn star is a lot more important than what's actually happening. I feel like I'm so, like, I don't know. I feel like like sex for me is a lot more cognitive and psychological than it is, like, a physical act. But I wonder if that... So for me, like, size isn't all that. It's more of just, like, the psychology behind, like, the, the experience feeling primitive <laughs> or primal. <laughs> Not not in that, like, <laughs> yeah, I want to be, like, you know? You want to be fucked up. 
which basically <laughs> yeah i want to feel like the dick. <laughs> and i'm like i've just got i really, literally I've got do. a lot happening before death so i really actually can't <laughs> <laughs> literally i want to feel like the guy absolutely cannot control his desire so much that he just has to devour me and rip me apart like that to me is the height of pleasure during sex it's just feeling so desired and feeling like the center of someone's universe that makes it good as opposed to like all the physical stuff but what can you relate to that or is sex more of a physical mm-hmm. thing for you? I relate in some aspects but I used to be really pro ravenous sex until I started like reading this guy who was just so disconnected in his primal stage I'm like your eyes are glazed Ooh. over I could be anyone or anything like you do not see me you're not registering you're just using yeah. my body as a tool to ma- uh, to masturbate a quote from Bobo yeah. So I get that. And I do agree because I was all about like size matters until I met a guy with a huge dick that actually injured me every time we had sex. Like every single time. I'm like, I cannot actually ride you. I cannot take it from the back. Like we only can do missionary so I can literally like hold your hips at a certain certain (laughs) distance from me. So you actually don't like kill me from the inside out. Yeah. Yeah. No, there is such a thing as too big. Mm -hmm. Like that's such a thing. And when you know how we were talking about the um, uh, that sex educator that made that amazing Twitter video about the a female orgasm, yes. Um, and she was saying how on average you should be spending sixty percent of uh, your time within or around the clit. As soon yes. as that metric comes a part of your sex, the dick size is secondary to what's happening for you. I feel like dick Honestly. size was a thing when I was like here, like breaking it down, gobbling it up, choking on it. You know, I'm like, now I'm about to lie down and get mine, you know? Honestly, I think, yeah, I think dick size is a thing for, like, aesthetics. Oh, of course. You know, it's just, like, it's just an aesthetic and it's a mood, but it's not actually consequential. Like, it doesn't affect how sex goes. And I feel like a lot of men need to listen to this episode. Yeah. Because so many men are pressed. I was watching this Jubilee video. Um, Jubilee has this series called The Spectrum. Mm. Where they'll get like different demographics of people. And see like what their thoughts are. So they had a video called Do All Men Think the Same? They had like five or six men. And the first question they asked them was. Do you worry about the size of your dick? Mm -hmm. And it's incredible how almost all of them did. Like. It was such a thing for them. Like, I think a lot of guys associate the size of their dick to their self-worth. I mean, I can see why. The irony. I can see why, (laughs) but the irony is that, like, how many women actually, like, how many women are that pressed, you know? Yeah, I agree. It's like rhythm over dick size, honestly. Oh, it is rhythm over dick size. It's rhythm, presence, reciprocity, and mutual pleasure yes. over dick size. Mutual pleasure. Because you can be dicked down by like a big mandingo and then just die afterwards and be like, wow, this is, Honestly. This is wild. <laughs> I literally role played being a human dildo. I mean, a human flesh. What do you call those things? Pocket pussy. A fleshlight. A fleshlight. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. I feel like a lot of women are having sex as just like living fleshlights which is such a shame but also i mean we already know there's not enough conversation around sex and the type of sex you should be having could be having want to be having should be avoiding um 
because when you do, the nuances get lost. You know, like we might have this conversation and say like dick size is secondary to rhythm and then man comes through with like a five, six, seven, eight Zumba and I'm looking for like a slow R&B. Yeah. And now we're not on the same page. So it's more so saying that, yeah, all these things matter and don't matter, but the conversation is way more important. And that's why I advocate for sex chat. We've talked about it plenty of time. I think we talked about it the most in our sex orgasms and eating ass conversation. But yeah. I really do think that people need to have candid conversations about the candid conversation about the type of sex that they want. But I do think there's a time and place. So I always tell people, I feel yeah. like the first maybe three times you have sex with someone new, give them the benefit of the doubt that they're just nervous and don't shatter their ego or their pride by coming through with mass critiques. Then from yeah. there, have a conversation and then it should be feedback city during the act at all times. Yeah, I think that could be good. It can be positive affirmations, no, not just like critique. Yeah, and I think there's nothing wrong with just like directing someone. I also think like women's bodies or like sex for women does tend to be more intricate. Like we have more nerves, we just have more spots, and every woman is different. In that, like men just have like the tip of their dick and like their. It's just so easy. Yeah, and like a guy will always come, pretty much. I would love to experience pleasure like a cishet man would, or usually. Honestly, the way these eyes just glaze over, like complete. The way they fall off the bed. (laughs) All that I did, all that. (laughs) Honestly, but one thing I've also noticed um, the difference between men and women's orgasms is I think men's orgasms are external like mm. they're outward facing yeah and women's orgasms are internal generally like you feel yeah. it more yeah inside and i think that's like that affects how we experience pleasure mm-hmm. and most men don't know this which is why they're fingering you raw yeah looking for i also cues. had a guy <laughs> literally <laughs> i once had a guy ask me like why was your orgasm so quiet and i was like because you watch too much porn yeah babe Porn has you out here thinking that we're supposed to be yelling. We're supposed to be like this isn't a musical theater, fam. But was like, oh, <laughs> honestly, yes, 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 ah, 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 ah. Could you Can imagine? You imagine? <laughs> <laughs> for who? Honestly, for, for who? who? Look, I will not do it. I know you have thoughts about porn to begin with, but do you? So, yeah. I'm of the belief that you don't think there are any redeeming factors to porn at all. Is that correct? No, I would say that the environment, like we don't live in an environment, a sexual environment that makes porn conducive for us. Mm-hmm. If we lived like in a in a society where we all had, or where society had a healthy relationship to sex and to women's bodies. And the patriarchy didn't exist and racism didn't exist. Like if all these things didn't exist, I think porn would be really healthy. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, we just don't live in that utopia. So porn just ends up being poisonous for both the people who engage in it as well as the people who watch it. This is true. But what are your thoughts? I mean, I like porn as a sex education tool. But I feel mm. as though when you're looking, when you're analyzing it critically and not from a place of pleasure first, there's a lot you can learn and unlearn. I, mm. I don't understand how I would have knowledge of like the sexual spectrum if not for porn. And I oh, feel like I would be less, uh, I'd be less accepting or less 
perceptive to kinks and alternate forms of sexual pleasure if I hadn't watched yeah. porn. Yeah, I agree with you in that, like, we can learn a lot about different types of sex from porn. But I think the problem with porn is that, A, I think it really negatively affects the way men and women relate to each other, not just, like, during sex, but in everyday life as well. I also think um, porn is why most women aren't having even average sex, n- never mind good. Mm. Yeah, I just think it, it like really indoctrinates men to never be able to consume women outside of their sexuality. And it also negatively affects how women self-narrate themselves. Mm. But I think the biggest thing that porn does is that it cultivates this obsession with looking at women instead of interacting with them. Ooh, I think a good lot distinction. of mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of the ways that men engage with us on a day-to-day basis, they've actually learned from porn, whether they know that subconsciously or not. I think porn is a lot more dangerous for men than it is for women just because we do live in like a patriarchal society. I also think it's one of the reason why men validate their masculinity through women's sexuality. How sexy a woman is is actually a symbol of success for men. And I think porn just has a lot to do with that. I don't know. It's. I also think like lesbian porn, there's this site called Belessa, which um, has a lot of lesbian porn and it's like porn made by women and for women. And I think... I don't really enjoy it as much and I think it's because I've already been indoctrinated by like toxic porn. Yeah. Okay. You know, I've noticed that like lesbian porn is always very romantic mm-hmm. and like sensual and soft while like hetero porn is always rooted in violence and male domination. Mm-hmm. And so I associate like I think the reason I I think about like why I enjoy rough sex so much and I'm like is this me? Or have I just been indoctrinated by porn? Like, do I associate good sex with being dominated by a guy? Mm, it's very chicken and you egg. Know? Yeah, it's very chicken and egg. But overall, I think that a lot of the issues, you know, as far as like catcalling, street harassment, violence towards women, gender-based violence, especially with like what's happening in South Africa right now, there's literally a war against women. There's like a whole femicide For every four hours, a woman is murdered by Mm. a man. And I think porn has a role to play in that because porn teaches men that women are not only symbols of success for them as far as domination is concerned, but also that like, like dominating them and like violence towards women is what they're here to do. It's like how you validate your masculinity is by abusing women. Yeah. So but that's my hot take. Don't you think this rhetoric around porn being unhealthy or uh, dangerous has been around for so long that now the onus is on the person who consumes it to be a little bit more critical? Is it porn yeah. as an industry that is to blame at this present day? Or now it's just people just don't want to engage in sex healthily because healthy sex has been stigmatized. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by healthy? That's such a do you know what I mean? Like I think hot take. people are looking for. I mean, we're all used to looking for toxic avenues or toxic expressions of intimacy um, mm. to to encourage to encourage us sorry, to believe that somebody is interested in us. So even if, as you mentioned, we can acknowledge that, oh, yes, maybe we don't like romantic porn because we've been socialized to, are we even actively doing anything to subvert that 
and it's easier no, just to blame porn than just to analyze our how we engage with it. Yeah, I think we live in this, well, especially America, Europe, not so much. But I find in America that the culture is very like pseudo puritanical. So on one hand, you know, sex is seen as this like puritanical thing. But on another hand, it's a natural biological drive. So everyone has to resort to doing it in private. Mm. And when like we make sex this private thing, and I had a really uncomfortable conversation with my dad about this. Um, <laughs> I know. When we make sex this private thing, what we do is that we don't create spaces for it to be... We don't create spaces in which people understand what is healthy sex versus what is toxic sex. I think, like, if you if you have to learn about sex from porn, it's off the bat going to be unhealthy. And I think we do need spaces where people learn about sex. Like, it shouldn't be taboo. It shouldn't be puritanical. But knowing that the, Why? knowing the environment we're in now, where can people learn about sex if not porn? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, mm. is that, like, we just don't even have those avenues. I mean, we have, you know, companies that are trying to make porn by women for women because so much of porn is, like, oriented around a male gaze mm. and oriented around male pleasure. But even that's so, a bit presumptuous. Like, are we as yeah. one whole gender supposed to have the same sexual interests based on, right. you know, some really idealistic, romanticized views on the way women want to experience intimacy? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I mean, I think like when sex becomes destigmatized, like when we destigmatize sex, and this is also why I don't think we're sexually liberated. I think no, the sexual liberation movement, yeah. yeah, the sexual liberation movement is a sham. And until we recognize that, we're just not actually ever going to get there. But I, I think sex workers have gotten there though. Um, sex work as I think there's still a lot of stigma around closer to liberation than what the rest of us are doing oh yeah for sure Mm -hmm. but then I think that but then I also think that's because my circle is so liberal Mm -hmm. like all of our friends are so liberal and progressive and forward thinking but then you have to remember that like we are part intellectually we're part of a one percent like us and the people who are listening to this podcast a part of probably even less than one percent the average person probably still is disgusted by sex work or like yeah there's just a lot of negative connotations but yeah we have like moved forward as far as like destigmatizing sex work but even then i wouldn't say like sex workers are fully liberated just in the context of sex and sexual pleasure is still defined around is still defined by what makes a guy's dick hard yeah i think once we like cross over that threshold when like pleasure like sexual pleasure sexual desire can transcend masculinity can transcend male desire i think we'll have like gotten somewhere really important so never i'm screaming (laughs) (laughs) I'm dead. But how do you think porn has affected your life, your sex life? Probably in the same ways that you've mentioned. I feel like there are a lot of sex acts that I wouldn't even considered had I not have yeah. seen it in porn and then been encouraged to try it in real life. But I don't mm. know. Like, it's hard to tell whether that nudge from porn has been in my complete benefit because, I, yeah, I just don't think I would have built – I would have – I don't think I would have built sexual nuance. And if I didn't have sexual nuance, I would have been having really shitty sexual experiences like the most people I know. Just real, like, passive. It's this idea that 
a lot of people that I engage with will tell me that this kind of sex they have is very passive. Like they are, they've been, you know, invited to have the sex and then the sex is being done to them. (laughs) Like often like not even of their accord. You know what I mean? You're just there as a team. Question. Do you think the way white men engage with black women has been informed by porn? I'm just thinking about this now. I don't know. I've never not I de- I've never not slept with a white guy. I mean, I haven't slept with anyone oh, yeah, else true. but a white guy. Yeah, so I, I think it is. Check back. Because I don't think it's a coincidence that the most sexualized woman in society is the black woman. Oh no! But the most, the least respected person in society is also the black woman. I think that's all porn, or at least like ninety percent porn. Porn and colonization. Yeah. Yeah. You know. The porn is colonial. I don't know. I think like porn is the reason why when I see how black women are portrayed and treated in porn, I just it's why I'm always like side eyeing white men. And I know I need to get over that. But it's just like, I know you are watching ebony porn. So is that what you expect? Like, is this your white king is watching ebony porn? (laughs) We need that on a (laughs) t-shirt. Uh, at least not like, on the edge of a vibrator or something on the packaging. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> he better be. Look, honestly, the whole conversation is very chicken or, or egg. But I'm still standing by my point, and not even, it's not even a point. But I do think that if you're somebody listening who isn't very sexually literate and wants to excel in that area without having to test and trial with your actual body and experience potential trauma of the fact. I think porn could help you out. There's a lot on there. So you just need to be... I think people need to be a bit more responsible about how they, like, siphon through it. Because mm. I... Honestly, if, like... If your first experience with sex is having sex... Yeah. Well, I that get was it. me. But also... I don't know, actually. I'm confused. Maybe I've just been, like, conditioned and now I can't uncondition myself. Yeah, that's how I feel. I mean, like, my first experience with sex was just having sex. And then masturbation and porn came after. And then I was like, I think this is bad for me. So now I've stopped with porn. Not masturbation, though. But I, yeah. Hmm. It's too embedded in me to know, like, what's been conditioned, why certain things are harmful, how much of my sexual desires are mine versus societies. It's just wild. And so with that in mind, though, how do you know if you're having healthy sex? Well, I think the way you'd know if you're having healthy sex is if you're sexually fulfilled. Mm. Like if you are enjoy, if there's like open and transparent communication with your sexual partner or partners, if you are, yeah, if there's mutual pleasure... I don't know, I think I'm having healthy sex. But that's because, like, we have, like, my boyfriend and I have a lot of conversations about, like, our sex. Yeah, there's always, like, a feedback loop. Do you think you're having healthy sex? I mean, I don't know. What's healthy? I mean, up until, like, a couple weeks ago, I didn't even know there were sex languages. So now I have to backtrack on all the sex I've had previously and to think, okay, was that healthy because I felt connected or was there their language pleasure and mine was so-and-so. You know what I mean? Like, now I'm just like, what is healthy sex? 
Because I, f- for the most part, we are well, all okay, operating think- from a place of performance first, understanding second. With every new plus- yeah. person you sleep with, you know, you're just trying to like suss it out before it even gets to a point of being healthy. And does the healthiness that come through repetition? Or do you think it's healthy because you're just repeating the same behaviors over and over again? You're like, we just... It's, I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> ah. I don't know. I think there should be... A sense of fulfillment or like transcendence during sex. Yeah, like but should be... this sense of fulfillment, though, if we have been, you know, conditioned by traditional porn, our sense of our sense of fulfillment is yeah, having a, a man come. I know. Bleep, this is bloop, so tricky. This is mad tricky. I didn't oh think I God. would spiral during this episode, but here we are. So, right Thank you here for that. we are spiraling like i don't know well i think the first thing for healthy sex to be present is respect like respect and consent and i didn't realize how uncommon that was because i did a poll on my instagram story the other day and i asked people um it was a question about like sexual like sexual assault and boundaries and I ask people are you unsure of the fact or the ways that you've been assaulted and therefore that makes it harder for you to communicate your boundaries and most people were like no I'm sure of like when I've been assaulted and not but I just have trouble communicating my boundaries and when you have when so many women (laughs) have trouble communicating their boundaries with their partners most sex is non-consensual Wow. And consent isn't just like, yeah, consent isn't just like, can we fuck? Consent is also like making sure you don't take off the condom during sex. Mm. Consent is also just, yeah, it's like you need to be consensual with everything, you know? And I just don't think that's happening for the vast majority of women because they are scared. Yeah. They, I don't know. I guess it's rooted in people pleasing. It's rooted in so many things. But you have to set your sexual boundaries. Like, you have to be like, no, I don't want it in my ass today. What if you don't know what you want and so your boundaries are, you know, blurry for a considered reason? Yeah, I think that's fine. But it's just like, once you... You can communicate that, like, yo, I'm a newbie. (laughs) Or you can communicate that, like, I actually don't know what I want. I want to explore. But once you get into territory and you just feel like, no, actually, I don't... I don't want to do this anymore. You sh- like, no one should be scared to communicate that, you know? Yeah. Okay, so if we had to make a checklist of things to consider, um, so you know if you're having healthy sex or not, would the first yeah. one be, aside from consent, because you hoes do better, yeah. <laughs> even if you're in a committed <laughs> relationship, let that hoe know that you want them. Literally. Check in. Check in. It's so nice to be on the same page. But... So aside from consent, actually making sure that the person that you're engaging with is enthusiastically interested in engaging in a sex yes, act with enthusiastic. you. enthusiastic. What would be the second thing? Like communicating your desire? Yeah, I would say communicating your desire and like mutual pleasure. Mm. It shouldn't just be like one person is being pleasured and the other person is giving pleasure. I feel like that's unhealthy. There should be some sort of balance between giving and receiving pleasure. Mm -hmm. And you only achieve that through communication. Like, there's no mind reading. And also, like, most men don't know where the clit is, so you actually have to direct them. Yeah, all the pressure, all the motion, all the speed, all the intensity. 
it's actually you a problem but also Honestly. all clits are different so i've had some hoes my dm being like my clit is so sensitive nobody should touch it i'm like oh i need like oh, someone wow. to bulldoze my clit at all times me too <laughs> <laughs> many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm like, I literally <laughs> need like, bring your, do it with your chest. <laughs> bring your energy lift with your knees <laughs> i am actually finished yeah i'm the same i can't relate to that like if you're just doing a, a light to medium or a medium even a medium to hard i'm kind of like i needed like a hard to extreme that's the yeah. only place will intersect in sex honestly yeah i'm with that as well um so i think respect consent mutual pleasure i want to yeah. ask a question about also understanding that the climax doesn't have to be the des- the destination or the measure of good sex. But Absolutely. if that's not the case, how do we encourage generally cishet men to want to enjoy to get you to that point, even if it's not a prerequisite? I just, well, I think like if you're pressuring a woman to climax, she's definitely not going to climax. And I've been there before. But I think if you are just like focusing on her pleasure then she will i just think take the focus off a destination at all and just like cishet men need to be constantly asking questions or not constantly but cishet men need to learn to ask questions instead of assuming that the last bitch you fucked is like me you know you need to like check in and be like do you want it like this should i switch you around like i need you to ask questions okay wow i was there with you for a second i was like okay (laughs) I'm shy. <laughs> I am screaming. Bubba, I don't gonna fuck before now. next episode, and then we'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> I think we'd do really well, honestly. I think we'd be really compatible. It'd be so fun. Anyway. Also, body hair. Oh yeah, I'm full. Is bush. it acceptable? Full. Bush. Yes. <laughs> Is it acceptable for anyone? to ask someone to shave now what do you think about that you cannot make any requests <laughs> at all on body hair you yeah. literally cannot the only no, I time i can find well. the only time i would i can imagine to be appropriate if you explicitly said that's your preference and the person's obliged and then done otherwise sure whatever yeah. but for a general like you know we're about to have sex i'd prefer so and so prefer somebody else babes like <laughs> this is not it yeah i feel like you're gonna take whatever comes out these panties oh. <laughs> whatever comes out fam is what you're gonna get could you i just i shaving for me was a thing of the past i feel like the last time i did a full shave had to be five years ago I'm oh, a yeah. big trimmer, you know, trim, 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 trim. Yeah. But the growing back process is not worth shaving for me or waxing. I'm, I don't have a, I feel like waxing hurts more than getting tattoos. So I don't know what, what? the deal is, but I cannot oh do it. God. Getting my brows waxed. Waxing woof. for me is ticklish. Woo! That's crazy. 
I don't get it. So I don't like the growing back process of like when your pubic hair grows back, when it feels itchy, when like it's just nah, not interested. Well, my boyfriend and I had a an agreement that if he ever wants me to be hairless, he has to pay for my wax and for like the upkeep of me not getting ingrown hairs. And we've agreed to that. Okay. So yeah, anytime. But in general, he just gets whatever comes out these panties, honestly. Whether it's blood, mm-hmm. you will eat the strawberry shortcake, fam. Uh-huh. Amen. Listen, you will floss your teeth <laughs> with these pubes, fam. You will eat and say this, thank like, you grocery. afterwards. And say, bitch, <laughs> if he's not full after eating you out, did he even eat you out? He didn't do it. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. Oh, my God. Man was there snacking. Where's the next Can meal, you imagine? fam? Where's the next meal, fam? Who is she? <laughs> Who is she? If Mans isn't eating you out like it's the last supper, he's cheating. <laughs> it's science. And we have an episode for that as well, so don't even worry about oh it. We got God. you. <laughs> it's just, you know, I didn't make the rules. It's just physics. Look. That's that's what it is. And again, with sex, I feel like it's a come-as-you-are type situation. If you have preferences about how you'd prefer to do it, like if you were a shower before sex kind of bitch, let that be your preference. I am that but bitch. As, you know what? It depends. If I've been out all how day, feel? I'm that bitch. Like if I'm if I'm coming back home from a night out, I'm, I'm definitely that bitch. I'm like yeah. a, do you have a towel ready for me, that bitch? Like is this towel clean, that bitch? Um, oh, I feel, I feel. But it's a come-as-you-are exercise and... I would be very concerned if somebody had a checklist of things that I needed to agree to before I could engage. Like, hairless is not going to happen. And also, now that we don't fake orgasms, we left that in, like, 2017? Absolutely. We'll see. 2017. Also, not performing fake intimacy and pleasure. Like, if you're not feeling it, let these men them know. And how you do that is not, don't give them an extra moan when the moan didn't call for it. Don't yeah. squeeze when, you know, it's not a reflex. It's just not worth it. <laughs> it really isn't. And it's so easy to fall into that rhythm of just like getting into this performative state of like, and this is the noise you make and this is the so-and-so. All of that shit Honestly. is just as bad as making an orgasm, if not worse. It is because also men aren't out here faking for us. Nope. Like I have never in my life, <laughs> because I used to be team fake orgasms, Back when I was childish. CFO. But I have... <laughs> honestly, I was the CFO. <laughs> and never in my life had a guy ever faked pleasure. Nope. Like... Guys were are out just here like, being no, like, no, no, oh, do it like I'm this. not really feeling it. I'm out. And you'd be like, oh, but... Right? Wait, okay, cool, cool. No, no, cool. I'm just tired. Yeah, okay. Can you imagine? Awesome. As I'm here, like, struggling to keep my eyes open. No, cool, Bruh. cool. No problem. All good if not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it goes back yeah, to what we said in the last episode we need to keep reminding ourselves that it is a privilege for somebody to be sleeping with us and the same it's a it's our privilege yes. to be sleeping with the person we're sleeping with and so with that in mind let's engage with that in mind enjoy yourself yeah. be enthusiastic and healthy sex really i would imagine only comes with time with very mm, open and practice. sometimes awkward and very honest communication. And you have to be willing to be a student. And I think a lot of people's egos won't mm. allow for them to not be anything but the teacher. Like if you're here giving feedback, just know your, your critique is coming and you better be receptive <laughs> to listening and applying. 
Yeah, I'm with that. Because I feel like there has been a dissonance between, you know, uh, feedback culture where we're happy to be like, you know, harder, lower, softer, faster, whatever. No, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> and then man says, ride me in a different rhythm. You're like, oh, well, excuse me. What do you mean? It's hard <laughs> enough for me to be on top of here. And now you want to ask me. <laughs> so just know. It's Have you ever refused you. to do something? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm out here like, ride you? <laughs> I haven't <even> stretched. <laughs> My groin? No, sorry, babes. Not, not interested. <laughs> we didn't sign up for that. I'm the same. Like men are always like, and I'm like, men are always like, ride me. I'm like, are we married? <laughs> what do you? You mean? really thought you were a husband? You really thought? <laughs> Listen, do you know what do you? I'm mean? out here denying, denying, denying. Also, because I don't do, I don't do re- like, um, like sex, repetitive sex. I don't do rhythms. Like I'm not the type of bitches. Like let's kiss. I'll go down and you. You go down to me. And then we do missionary. And then so and so. Yeah, like, I'm not, that I'm not an everyday give head. I'm not an everyday take it. Like no. I might just hook up with you for 45 minutes and go to bed, babes. Like it's Honestly. where I'm at. So <laughs> I don't feel like I owe anyone anything in the practice. And I don't know. I don't know how I learned that behavior, but I'm down to say no. Yeah, I'm. I'm the same. I just think like a lot of these guys expect again porn. Mm-hmm. They expect gymnastics on the dick. <laughs> oh, babes! And I'm it's giving like... you three positions. Four if it's a special <laughs> day. Four if I've slept for twelve hours and I've got nothing on tomorrow. <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah, I only. I'll only do like. What's that position where you're facing the other way and you're on top? Reverse cowgirl. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will only do that. Once a week at most. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm not out here. I need to see people. My favorite thing to do is really? watch someone be in pleasure. I could just sit there like yeah. a movie. I'm like, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy yourself. Honestly, like I'm not trying to turn around. That's why I like doggy, but I'm like, give me a mirror in front of me so I can see what's behind me. Oh, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Have you ever filmed yourself? No. Doing- because with the way Zuckerberg keeps, and, you know, Jobs and, and co keep I leaking know. this data. Nah, I don't even send nudes. Yeah, I don't send nudes either. But lol, yesterday I, I <laughs> But she's like, I made a movie. <laughs> I made, I made yeah, a documentary made a feature, feature film. film. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, it's six hours and three parts. <laughs> <laughs> literally. I mean, I'd never take a nude. Literally, <laughs> mid-stroke, I was like, take this phone and film, film me blow. She's like, put <laughs> the ring light on. I need to see. <laughs> literally. <laughs> so talk to me about this. Have you filmed yourself with multiple partners? What do you do with this no, information? No, this is my first time. I was just, we were hitting it from the back mm-hmm. and then I clocked my phone in the corner of my eye. So I took it, handed it over to him and I was like, can you take a video of me throwing it back? Because I just know I'm doing the things right She's now. She's like, Twitter after dark will love this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got it, I got it. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> you put a watermark on it. <laughs> I need to. I need to. (laughs) Because I also feel like I need feedback that is like primary evidence, you know? I can't just hear it, not every day hear it from the horse's mouth. Like, I want to see how I'm doing. (laughs) And how are you doing? Oh, I was doing fantastic. I believe that. I need to teach a course. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I'm I'm with the shit. And I just want everyone to have this level... Of sexual confidence. But I think I it think only comes with of, practice. Like, I just really yeah. feel like your level of sexual confidence happens with the amount of times you actually have sex. 
Yeah, and also your being comfortable in your body. Mm-hmm. Like just being comfortable in your skin suit. I think most women struggle with sex because they're like insecure about whatever it is. If you've already got to the sex space, like your insecurities have to be elsewhere. You needed to right. leave that hoe in like the day before yesterday. It's not it's honestly. not conducive. And honestly, I because I stopped being insecure about sex when I um, when I rooted an insecure person, I was like, this fucking sucks. Like, yeah. lights off? You want to blanket <laughs> on? I can't see. I don't have night vision. I'm like, let me see. What's happening? Let me have a look. I don't have night vision. <laughs> Honestly. I'm like, this is so terrible because that insecurity, like, bleeds through and permeates everything. It's like coriander. Yeah. You know what I mean? You put it on the top. What do you call it in America? Cilantro? Who knows? Yeah, cilantro. You put it on the top of everything and then it bleeds through your guacamole and everything tastes like it's terrible. That's it's what honestly, insecurity is like. It's a plague and it's not, it doesn't help anyone. It does. And it's also unnecessary because it's like if someone is choosing to have sex with you, it's because they find you sexually attractive. They Period. Find you beautiful. Like, man's is on top of you, not worried about the stretch mark on your thigh. <laughs> Like he's too, he's transcended to another dimension because You'd he's be blown away he's by where he was. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> we're really out here overthinking. Like, oh my god, my boobs are too small. My like, no, Mm-mm. it's Stop not worth overthinking. It. Especially if you're a woman. Like, women's bodies are so extraordinary, and I just feel like, regardless of what your body looks like. Any that like men get rejected so much that just to be in the presence of you and your naked body is already like they've won the lottery. Yeah, but I don't agree with Bobo streets. often, but I I will second that. <laughs> like it's hurting me you're to say, uh huh. I'm nodding and I'm hating it. <laughs> you know, you're on these streets being insecure, worrying about what does he think of my boobs? Bitch, he loves them. He He's loves ready to suck on them. them keen for them you really just need to do all the things and also like we had a question earlier maybe like last week when someone was like how do you get how do you manage you know body insecurity while you're having sex you don't manage it you eradicate it you have to burn it you have to bury it you have to get rid of it i don't really encourage people to, to perform ever but if you need to perform a confident porn star then that's what you need to be doing yeah. Ride that dick well, face. Like, like jump on top. I, also I love think, riding. Like, I'm like, let me do it. Let me do it. I might even put one arm up. I'm doing it now. Really? Yeah. Wait, I like to I like to use my bed head as a um what do you call it? Oh, as, as a, like the thing you grip on. Yes. So I can yeah. get like extra like friction. Yeah. You I have to that. ride dick everyone. I feel like we get it. Like missionary is cute, but it's been done. Anyone can yeah. do doggy, it's a bit boring. Everybody needs to ride some dick. Doggy is cute. I get it. Doggy is cute as fuck. Optimum connecting, optimum pleasure, optimum, like, just performative sex vibes. Ride a dick. Or whatever you like to ride. I don't, you know. And have him suck on your titty while you ride. At the same time. That honestly will clear up your skin. Oh. I swear, like, my depression was cured (laughs) by that one thing. Fully. Fully. So next on my list is getting someone to let me peg them. I've been waiting years. Really? So many years. A man? A whole man, yeah. No, I can't do oh, it. I'm so down. I cannot wait. 
this is the what? brat and switch in me. Like, I just want to dominate someone for a hot second and just like bow oh out. Oh my god. Honestly, <laughs> sex with me is just like letting me pleasure you for like and like a random amount of time just to watch your face, and then I'm like, okay, I'm yeah. done. <laughs> Do you want to come? I'm with no, that. chill. I'm going to go now. <laughs> I'm with that, honestly. No, I'm with honestly, that. Honestly, I can't. I don't even know why I want to, but I'm hype. I'll let you know how it goes. I don't know. I'm not I'm not a fan of ass things. Um, tried anal once. It was a bit wild, but it was fine. Yeah. But I don't like the pressure not a fan of, of anything anal. ass. I don't even want a yeah. finger in my Maybe a fi- I'll do a finger. That's a bit of fun. <gasps> no, I refuse. What? Because what if, like... It's not going back in me after it's been in my ass. That's just crazy. I'm not, like, trying to get a UTI. (laughs) But. Exactly. I just like the idea of just letting all the inhibitions go for just a few moments of my life. Yeah. That's fair. Who knows? It might be a thing. Because I could have sworn that so many sexual practices weren't my thing the first time I did them. And I was like, I don't really know about this. Like, yeah. And then you do it more than once with the right person, the right circumstance, and then shit pops off. Wow, maybe I'll try pegging someone one day. Uh, look, let That's me do it funnies. first. Don't steal my dreams. <laughs> let me peg someone first and I'll come back with a play-by-play. Yeah, let us know. I feel like it might have to happen in the shower, honestly. No. You know, like... That's a hazard. That's a workplace <laughs> occupational hazard. No, babe. Are you, I don't like would you ever sex. like? Would you ever have sex... Like after a long day, and not go in the shower. I like would. I think some people feel that like after sex, pussy has no character. You know? <laughs> like, like it's bland. It's <gasps> like a wet character. <laughs> you know, I would definitely do it. But a long day, you know, sitting down answering emails. It's not a long day. Like walking to and from the shops, riding my bike, going out for a dance, eating, you know, yeah. fried foods. There are levels to it. I mean, I guess this episode is just us talking about the sex we like. So that's also cute. Honestly, I think that's cool too. Mm. So if y'all have questions, we're going to do a Q&A on anything, any topic any of the series. We haven't had a and chance to just be blunt and questions. vulgar in so long. So just ask us anything. Yeah, honestly, like ask us our favorite. What is your favorite position? Uh, it depends on the type of person I'm having sex with, like what type of sex language they have. So if you're a fun mm. person... I would say doggy because it's just like giggles and a bag of fun. If you're a, a desire person, a missionary is fine. Mm. Yeah, but I I'm do like riding. Doggy as no, well. if you're a desire person, I think just like riding is fun. But I just gotta have like I can't just do that shit on on command. Like let me stretch it out a little bit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like let me feel cute. Yeah. Also, it feels like very full, so it can't be the first. Exactly. You no, know, it can't be the first thing you do. No, we like we'll ease into it. I also discovered this thing called orgasmic meditation. Ooh. Anyone who is having sex, who is having trouble with their sex lives, I would fully one hundred percent recommend. Um, it's basically, it's it's for women. So basically, you and your partner are together you the woman are laying down and your partner just like strokes the tip of your clit for a really long time in a very like in one rhythm Mm. and it actually helps you like connect like emotionally and spiritually because he gets in sync with your pleasure like in a way that he wouldn't you can also do this if you're queer but whoever's stroking the clit really gets in sync with 
the person's pleasure and whoever's getting stroked just experiences pleasure in a whole new way so just google orgasmic meditation i'm on it and try it out <laughs> it's lit but you need to be patient like it takes a minute to warm up to it mm. but it's like yeah it's very zen it's very like if you're looking for that spiritual sex like this is the way to ease into it you're such a sub god <laughs> <laughs> I invented subculture. Honestly. honestly. Okay, well, my only tip is uh, get some sex toys. I don't really care which one you get. I prefer you to get a vibrator of any sort. But, like, Mm. the reason why a lot of us are awkward when we're in a room with another person or two or three is because we're just not in touch with our sexuality at all. If you haven't looked at your vagina in, like, the last day, I need you to peek down right now. I need you to spread those lips. (laughs) <laughs> I need you to see where your clits pop in, where it's most sensitive, top, sides, bottom, up. You know what I mean? Like, get to know. See what your partner or partners is seeing. That's super yeah. important. Because this, I don't feel like sex or any sexual practice should have any hint of the unknown. Like, unless it's, like, blindfolding for fun or, like, whatever. Yeah. But I don't feel like you should not know what you're doing. So self-educate, like read a book, watch a video, do something, but get to know you and get to know your partner's body as well. Like none of this like trial and error forever. Communicate, guys, communicate. Simply. And I've often found that it's easy for me to blurt out all of these things than drip feed my desires. That's why I have like the one big conversation and then just get it all out like the awkward energy goes after a little while as opposed to being like when we have sex on monday i'm gonna tell them i like this and then in three weeks i'm gonna tell them i like this and then in four weeks i'm gonna maybe like drip no it's too hard it's awkward (laughs) because yeah all in one go that's happened to me before and it made me super insecure the person just wasn't enjoying this the sex we had been having because like the critiques just kept coming like weeks apart. I'm like, what? Like, just give it to me in one go so I can put it in my notes. I can, you know, have a look at it. I can do some Googles. Because yeah. what can I do in the act when you're kind of like, okay, I like X, Y, Z. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. Like, I don't, my nails too long for this. Like, I don't know. Honestly, it doesn't help. It doesn't help. I know. <laughs> it's so unhelpful. So yeah, I think that's the moral of today's episode is communicate with your partners and state your desires with your chest also my homework for everyone is to stop watching porn for a month and see how that affects your relationship with men with your body and with your sex life yeah i just want you to masturbate please (laughs) i really do i just yeah the health benefits are so wild i don't think you hoes know i don't think you hoes know I'm not just Honestly. telling you because like it's a bit taboo and like controversial, a bit playful. Nah, man, like it will cure everything. Like, <laughs> Doctors don't want you to a know. Day. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> conspiracy theory. Honestly, give it a, a whirl. Masturbation a day keeps the doctor away. Mm. And I also think a good tip that we haven't really talked about in length is the fact that encouraging. Yeah, I think I mentioned before, going into it being a student is the best thing for it. This whole, like, teacher authority, maybe you're a dom, I don't really care. But, like, give yourself room to to learn and be a little bit vulnerable about that learning, growing pain stage. Even if you've been Mm. with a person forever and ever and ever, there's always a good time to be... <clears throat> to put your pride aside and be like, I don't really know what I'm doing. Or like, I'm, I don't want to do that because I've never done that before. A lot of our insecurity about not enjoying sex is because we're inexperienced. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
And there's always there's someone who's more experienced than you, someone who's like... But that being said, I don't think the number of partners you've had is uh, conducive to or is the equivalent to how good at sex you should or can be. Being in a long-term yeah. relationship doesn't say anything about how good at sex you can be. You might just be, like, doing yeah, shit I technique agree. for five years and nobody told you. <laughs> so just know that everybody's trash in some way and we're all struggling to facilitate and get our own nuts. And so yeah, we need as much absolutely. help as we can get. I mean, I'm someone... I haven't had sex with a lot of people. Like, I can literally count my body count on one hand. Um, but I still think I'm a pro. <laughs> yeah, you really do. <laughs> I really, I'm so confident. I'm literally so sexually confident. I wish I had this energy for like my career. <laughs> like if I was as confident. You tried it. In my creativity. Wow. I'm not talking to it you. It would be a mad thing. <laughs> but you know. I honestly can't wait for everybody up. else's feedback. Because, or not feedback, but everybody else's sexual tips. Because, yeah. you know, back in the days when we were reading all those, like, you know, women's magazines about what to do, you know, get the ice cubes and, like, put it in your mouth and then getting them so and so and so. These things are all fun in theory. But I would like advice from, like, real average people having real average sex and enjoying yeah. it. What are you doing? That's been a game changer. Yeah. Like, are you the type let's, of person that literally plays it. those, like, sex card games or sex dice games? And has that helped with, you know, breaking down walls of you know insecurity or do you find that having scheduling sex is really good because you're awkward about easing into it on a normal day i know a lot of people who just can't really be like off off the cuff sexual like it's got to be contextual sexual energy like we've just been drinking and like it's been a late night and like oops (laughs) as opposed to feeling (laughs) that kind of synergy with your partner at all times so yeah i'm high Hmm. Increase the value of my nut, friends. I'm ready. Yeah, let's have this conversation in the Facebook group. I'm really interested to hear what everyone has to say. Yeah, and my question for everyone is, do you think there's room for insecurity in sex? Because I, I do, yeah. I do, could imagine it'd be hard as someone, if you're a person who didn't think you were very secure, us telling you to just, you know, communicate and like be honest and open during sex doesn't really feel like a viable option. So how do yeah, you insecure true. people manage? And also, <laughs> she said, how do you guys manage? Like, I, I don't get it. <laughs> okay, I'm working how on my tact doing this? for the next episode. I'm working on my tact. <laughs> and also, I would love to hear some personal stories about how your own insecurities have gotten in the way of sex and how you learn to overcome that. Because I yeah, really, I would you know, the that. thing about everyone's like, you know, but what, how do you root if you're fat? I'm like, babes, just jump on. Like, I don't. I can't really If he help dies, you. he dies. Yeah, but if what about dies, my nipples? Dies. Like, I don't... My nipples are too big or so-and-so. I'm, I just... Bitch, what? Bodies have been wild from... Do you know... That's going back to porn, though. Porn yeah. really showed me that these bodies out here are not the same. Like... Yeah. Come, my surprise when I found out that, like, not all nipples were brown. <laughs> <laughs> Like, even some of these white boys had brown Sex nipples. I was shook. like, this is interesting. You guys have pink nipples? Interesting. Yeah. Wow, that's where your lips sit? Interesting. Are your clits bigger that's than so mine? interesting. Wild. Like, porn really did show me that these bodies, look, you have nothing to be ashamed about. Yeah. And even I if you like did, funny... you wouldn't. Sex is not the time where some. I wonder if people are really out here shaming people's bodies during sex. <gasps> I can't imagine. I would actually... And maybe that's why people have these insecurities. Wow. Someone has like done them dirty in that arena. <gasps> I can't imagine someone saying anything. Oh my God. You know, I'd kill you. I would literally marinate your underwear in hot sauce. 
Oh, a question for people who have you. got laser or who shave or wax frequently. Has your partner yeah. ever requested it from you or insisted that that's something you do? Or is it just presumptuous? I would love to know. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Mm. I also think we'll like do a thread. we have. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to do a whole thread mm. in our Facebook group. I think we have a lot of virgins who are like, oh, my God, I'm in my 20s and I haven't had sex before. Like, what do I do? And I just want to say, like, I personally don't believe in the concept as much as I'm here, like, bitch, I'm a pro. I don't believe in the concept of being good at sex. I think being good at sex is just being confident in your sexual ability. I think sex is like it's like it's a natural thing. You can't be like capitalism makes everything a competition. Mm. You can't be bad at it. Like, it's just you are biologically designed, unless you're asexual, you are biologically designed to do this thing. Like, you cannot be bad at sex. And if you have a bad sexual experience, it's either because you guys just aren't sexually compatible or you were you let your fears and your insecurities get in the way of you just having a good time. And that's actually, that's pretty much it. But outside of that, like what is being bad at sex like what is that it's just not something to worry about i wonder who instilled all this fear into us because everybody's Twitter. insecure i mean the first time <laughs> i had period sex i swear i was like consulting the group chat i was like oh my god honestly like, well, do i like when do i say and like do i, do I like do i put a towel down like i was and the crazy frantic. thing is men don't care do not men care do at all not give a, they will eat they will eat it. And perhaps if yours does, I'd love to chat. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to chat. Because dump him. No, I'm kidding. But It's interesting though, because I, I was having a conversation the other day with a friend of mine who was saying that her partner will not kiss her after she's given him head. Not even like <gasps> swallowing his cum. Just like after she's given him head, he's like... What? Bleep. What level of self-loathing I said, this is, is really that? happening out here? Wow. In these streets childish so there are people eating ass and there's this your whole man who won't kiss you after you've gone down on him <laughs> can you imagine Interesting. i would actually be offended i would love to know what else is happening behind closed doors like what are the non-negotiables yeah. that people are just like going by i have a ton of friends who just don't give head i think that's a very standard <gasps> one really mm-hmm. i've never met someone who doesn't give head oh they're out here Wait, why wouldn't you give head a lot of people think it's degrading both sides, though. I wow. think a lot of men think that uh, them eating their partner out is also degrading as well. I feel like there's this whole stigma with giving head. Interesting. Yeah. Can that be healthy, though, to feel... I don't know. Why would... Is it because you're on your knees? Like, Look. Okay, it's, it's interesting. You don't have to well, be let's on, start on a thread. <laughs> yeah, like... And this is what I'm talking about. Like, we're not talking... I mean, we are, but people aren't talking about sex enough that there probably is just, yeah. like, a lack of understanding about what what can be explored and, and, you know, what acts constitute as respectful and disrespectful or whatever. Like, like imagine the girl who, got, who gets spit on for the first time and is like, what the <gasps> fuck? You Honestly, spit on me? I would revolt. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and people love that shit. Or the first yeah. person got choked out and was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, that's my shit though. Like, that's my jab. I'm into that. But remember, I told you I slept with that guy, and I was like, I like to be choked. He's like, I could never hurt a woman. So <laughs> oh that also happened. <laughs> I've been in that situation too. <laughs> I could. The never one hurt white a woman. guy was just like, <laughs> I, I can't hurt you. Are you sure you want me? 
And I'm like, bitch, I need you to kill me. Literally. I need to face my mortality today. <laughs> it's such a strange L to take, though. You're like, you don't, you're not going to. Okay, cool. I know. Because <laughs> you can't it's force like, somebody like, to do sweet, something but like, like that. You know what I mean? Like, if somebody literally cannot inflict pressure or, like, some sort of, like, pain and pleasure at the same time, you're like, I, you, okay. Yeah, like, like I don't, don't know how to slap you properly. I'm kind of like, oh, don't yeah, actually, like, like harder, attack me. Bitch. Like, do Honestly. Some Put some bass into it. <laughs> but do it with your chest. I think, like, a lot of the allure of sex is knowing that someone can kill you, but they've chosen <laughs> not, not to. They're not going to. You know what I mean? I think that's and what he was that the is one my he definition. <laughs> and he could have. You know what I mean? That is actually my definition of sexy. Like knowing that someone could actually kill me, that they've chosen not to. Love it. I'm not that's talking my to king. You, so just so you know. <laughs> I mean, I feel like all the points were made. How yeah, to have all the sex, communicate, enjoy yourself, make sure your partner's enjoying themselves, learn, yeah, it's not unlearn, that deep. evolve. Yeah, and it's look not at that your deep. genitals, please. please Imagine not knowing inspect. what was happening. I remember I talking to relate. a person who did Brazilian waxes, and they were saying the amount of women who come in there with thrush and not know, with <gasps> bits of toilet paper stuck or not stuck but little bits bit of toilet paper in them and they don't know like it's what rife. Do you mean? people just aren't like i feel like people are grossed out A by their own bodies and you don't know you know or people who don't understand you know i remember who was i talking to somebody who was like oh my god i hate getting wet it feels so gross <gasps> i remember it was after like what? i did this like manifestation workshop like just when facilitate your own nut had come to be and someone's like oh my god i hate oh getting wet god. it just feels so gross like damp Ooh, okay. <laughs> okay, well, you enjoy that then. <laughs> like, you go ahead. Well, I think more people need to spend more time being naked. Mm. I, I'm i just always naked. <sighs> and even when I'm outside, I'm wearing, like, nothing. <laughs> like, that's my brand. I'm just wearing, like, titty stickers and, like, <laughs> my ass cheeks are out. Like, <laughs> She's enjoying... Oh, my gosh! We didn't even tell people. Use lube! <gasps> Oh, yeah. You just can't rely on your body to have the stamina or, like, you know, your, your, what do you call those things that make, whatever. Yeah. Use lube. Use lube. It'll make things so much better. And not KY jelly or whatever. No. You know what? Also, like, use protection. Can I yeah. just. Yeah. Wow. We, oops. <laughs> I know. We just skipped right over <laughs> An that. An hour Especially and ten minutes later. You hoes. <laughs> you hoes in the queer community. It absolutely blows my mind. How much unprotected sex people are having in the queer community, like lesbians, bi people, gays, like use dental dams. People are out here just not even asking the right questions. Please ask questions. Please just don't be out here just because like you're liberated and you're free. Just having unprotected sex with everyone. Like, please don't prioritize your pleasure over your health. Like, it's not that serious. Oof. It's wild. And that is it. And that is that. It took us an hour to say. (laughs) I know, right? Like, why do I use a condom? (laughs) Just, you know, like, leave us. Let us be. There are some things you should know and other things that we just, you know, we just cushion out the knowledge with extra knowledge. Honestly. Pat it out. It's easy. All right, well, we'll, so there we'll we make have that it, guys. thread. I'm excited. 
yeah i'm hype i'm hype um let us know what you thought of this episode make sure to follow us on instagram at bobo and flex and follow us on facebook at the bobo and flex show and we'll see you in our next episode bye bye even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns